Happy Sunday, my lovely congregation, and welcome back to Pussy Church. I'm Laura, an erotica writer and the creator of Tales of Laura, which you can find at talesoflaura.com and at Tales of Laura on Instagram. And today we are back with your sex resolutions for 2021, our opinions on all of it, and what it means to be an equal opportunity fucker. All right, now let's dive in. Amen. Welcome, everybody. Welcome back to Pussy Church. Pussy Church. Ooh, what voice is this? Aquaman. Aquaman is back. Happy 2021. Hello. Have you been on the show this year? Uh, no, I was doing the last episode for That's uh, true, 2020. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I love it. Well, uh, Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you. I'm excited to have you on again because today we're going to talk about something that I think we even did together last year. Yeah. This is kind of a special episode mm-hmm. and we're going to talk about sex resolutions. Yes. But before we do that, blessed be the pussy. He has risen. May she open to your touch. Amen. Amen. Our little prayers. Yeah, special episode. Yeah, so... I thought this would be really fun because a lot of people ask me constantly about like things to try or what they would like to try. And I asked on my um, social media, on my Instagram, I think like last week, like a week ago, or maybe this week, actually, who fucking knows at this point, um, <laughs> I'm losing track of time in this yes. like totally um, totally out of whack totally but we're gonna talk about so a lot of people wrote in um about things that they would like to try out this year um so we're gonna talk about that a little bit and then go through Mm -hmm. some sex bucket lists so people can be inspired um but before that uh is there anything that is new for you in your sex life anything new for me in my sex life (laughs) what's your sex resolution (laughs) (laughs) to have more sex i mean that's my resolution i'm hoping like things kind of even out in 2021 and then it's like wow now we could go back to having more sex and enjoying ourselves rather (laughs) than driving each other mad with covid tests you know um yeah so i think my goal is simple my goal is really to to just have Have more sex. sex Simple. <laughs> you're like just a sec like a version of a sexual encounter where you don't think you could die possibly exactly where it's like okay i can live afterwards go outside go for a walk oh my it's god fine. yeah you think that was a little bit like that with the hiv crisis in oh, the beginning yeah. people must have been terrified to sleep with anybody when they figured oh, out that it was like sexually transmitted no yeah, yeah. And I remember too, like watching news archives of that, like there's so many people that are in hospitals that are getting tested and you could see them and how frail yeah. they were and oh, how God, hard yes. it was. Yeah, yeah. So it's kind of like a similar time. I mean, the whole, if you got COVID tested, it's like an STD test now. You can't. It totally it. is. Yeah. I mean, it's yeah. just, I mean, the testing is so much more rapid now, I guess, but it's also something that affects even more people than HIV ever did. But I also, um, I think last year when the pandemic hit, I guess, I watched uh, I watched a documentary about the HIV crisis because I think a lot of people drew like the comparison just right in the beginning yeah. for like a new disease where nobody 
um, when nobody knew in the beginning what the hell it was. And COVID was for a second the same thing, right? We really yeah. didn't know how hard it would hit us, how many people would die and stuff like that. So that was an interesting comparison. I mean, I th- <laughs> HIV is still around, right? Like, it's not like... Yeah, it is. Very much so. <laughs> yeah. But you can... I don't know. Are you ever afraid of getting HIV? I, I don't think... I feel like it's much easier to contract other stuff yeah, like totally. HPV one or yeah. Uh, I mean, I feel like HPV or herpes or whatever, maybe I feel it's a lot easier to contract than HIV. Mm, um, I think it's not as heightened in my mind as other stuff, but I, totally. I definitely think about it for sure. It's funny. It hasn't, it hasn't escaped me. You know what I mean? But I think yeah. like you, I, if I think about, uh, if I think about an STI, right. That it could possibly yeah. get from a partner. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think about HIV really. I think most of the time I'm like, oh, hopefully it's not like syphilis or like <laughs> chlamydia, yeah, chlamydia, yeah, yeah. Like exactly. something <laughs> like that. That's like gonorrhea. Jesus, it's like definitely more what I think about. And like these things, just, you take an antibiotic, right, and you're kind of like done with it. And um, mm-hmm. actually, I talked about this. I thought it was really interesting with um, this sex therapist I had on the show, and we were talking mm-hmm. a little bit about STI shaming, right? Like how yeah. so many people had STIs, and like everyone's so extremely ashamed of like contracting anything sexually because it's, it's crazy. like a, yeah, it's like a taboo yeah. on top of a taboo. Because if you would, this happened to me once actually. Uh, I met. I met a guy through friends um, at mm-hmm. this event. Jesus, I went to an event. I can't even believe that that was actually a reality <laughs> at one point. <laughs> an event? Can you time. believe? It's so novel. Um, I know. Anyways, met this guy. Like, we hit it off. Um, we had sex. Anyways. Um, and the next day, or maybe it was two days later, he texts me and he's like, are you feeling okay? And I'm like yes and he's like because and i was like why because that's a why? horrible thing from hear from somebody you that's just had to sex start with. a conversation yeah i was like oh god what the Are fuck you okay i know and he's like well i have the most horrible flu that i've ever had um mm. and i'm afraid that i might have given it to you too and i was like okay well Anyways, we'll see. Next day, I'm like deathly ill. You know what I mean? Oh, that's uh, awful. Um, and then, well, it was really weird because he came over to my house and like we just had met and we stayed together for like four days, just sick together. It was like very funny. But see, this is like, this is basically, I mean, it's not sexually transmitted, but I mean, it was transmitted through making out with each other. Of right? course, of course. And that, so there was things. no, but there was no shame in that at all. I was just like, okay, shit we made out and like you had the flu you didn't know you know um yeah and, and there was no kind of like shame or a feeling of like it's dirty that that happened yes. and i think when you say you get syphilis from somebody you probably a lot of people would feel a ping of shame or like whoa i'm dirty this is like it's a dirty thing yeah yeah i mean remember like we had an episode where we were doing statistics and we found out like 3.5 billion people on the planet have a form of herpes, herpes yeah. which is, yep. I mean, when, when you think in large numbers, like that's more common, that's more than half the population or almost half totally. the population of the planet. It's crazy. Yeah. 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 So, and like how, so, how taboo it still is. Yeah. And I know. So 
that it gets played as like, oh wow, you're like one in a million person who has <laughs> yes. that. But that's not the case at all. Like, it totally gets played like that. It's like you yeah. dirty whore. <laughs> you are dirty. I mean, like, I mean, have you done your research? I mean, obviously people should be safe and protect use yes. protection and all that, but and be honest about it and talk to whoever they're intending to sleep with about it because otherwise you don't want to waste your time sleeping with someone who's an idiot, you know, also. Yeah, totally. Totally. But I think it is, there is this thing, I mean, I've never had um, an STI, so I don't really know from experience, experience, right? You had one? Yeah. Knock on wood, I was saying. Oh, yeah, definitely, right? Jesus. (laughs) It's actually really funny. I even even got tested um, on HPV, and I was like, you know, this is going to sound funny, but I was like, there's no way I don't have HPV. (laughs) I was like, 80% 80 of women have HPV. And, like, my, my test came back negative, and I was like, how the fuck is this possible? Wow. And I'm not even, <laughs> I'm not saying I'm like a major slut or anything, but I had a lot of different partners. And I was like, yeah. this is insane. How did this happen? Like, so really lucky. But like, even if I would, you know, like, I think it'd be really important to start thinking about like um, changing the stigma around a sexually transmitted disease. It's just because people think sex is so dirty that yes. anything that's connected to it um, is considered the same, you know? I agree. I agree. I yeah. mean, and, and and now even like having a cold or a bacteria is going to be viewed in the same way because of mm. the post, post-traumatic stress disorder that COVID has caused people. Jesus. Um, yeah. So it's, it's, it's all going to go hand in hand. I think people more likely are going to be a little bit more careful, hopefully, and more safe about yeah. it. Yeah. You think, yeah, you think if you're more careful about COVID, you'll also be more careful about protection? Like, I, I, right? Wouldn't that make sense? I mean, how can I you don't be know. careful about I feel about like COVID? people are fucking raw all the time, like no condom, whatever. <laughs> and then they're like super afraid of COVID. You know, I really think so. I'm like, I don't know. People I mean, are just I'm, like a I'm little weird. I'm guilty of that. I'm guilty of that. Yeah, <laughs> totally. Totally. No, I show my tests and, 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 and I ask yeah. people for tests before we yeah, engage. So. I love that. I think that's, that's yeah. that. That should honestly be because now we do that with COVID tests, right? Like, yeah, you get tested before you see your grandparents. Sometimes people get tested before they go to a party. You know what I mean? Like, exactly. Whatever that um, means. Really, I'm not endorsing <laughs> or not endorsing. I'm no. just saying. No. Just <laughs> be careful. This is a new thing. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. STI. Yeah. yeah um. But yeah, the shame about it. I think with sex in general, actually, somebody DM'd me this week and I thought it was really, really, <laughs> really? that happens to you. <laughs> really? Shocking. <laughs> I get DM'd a lot, but like I got really nice DMs actually in the past few weeks, um, mm. especially like a lot of women um, writing in and like saying how how much the podcast and the the content I put out like helps them to feel normal. And like a dude yeah. DM'd me a couple of days ago and said the same thing. You know, he was like, you know, um, I started talking to my wife more about our sex lives. And I'm really grateful because when I look at your work, I feel less alone. I don't feel like I'm the only freak who likes sex, like <laughs> that it's okay <laughs> and it can be something nice, you know, yeah. and that I'm not like some gross human who – who wants that you know what i mean and i think yes if that conversation if sex is viewed differently um will might be able to have stis be viewed differently too mm-hmm. i agree I, I feel like the fact that people still feel like what you do or what you put out there is 
is really a form of freak. Uh, I think it's bizarre because I feel it's bizarre. Yeah, it's became more yeah. taboo because of culture, culture appropriation or, or religion, and I feel that sex is extremely natural and experiment. It can be fun and. It really heightens the experience and the connection with the other person. So I feel like it's sad that people still feel tabooed by how they feel or what they want to try. And um, well, it's systematic, right? It's it's, it's kind of yeah. a form of oppression, and we really got to yeah. see it like that, you know, especially for yeah. women, but for men too, because we're put in so many boxes, and sex uh, sex is just politicized, you know, and totally. used um, in so many different ways. And I um. Yeah, it's actually interesting because something else happened. Yesterday, I um, I published a poem, an erotic mm. poem on my account. And yeah. it's about a man going down on me while I'm driving, right? And yeah, very highbrow people. What about a seatbelt? Is there a seatbelt? Extremely intellectual. No, but exactly because people, this girl um, commented on it, and then people had like this little discussion. Um, about like how would this actually logistically work? Really? And I thought, <laughs> and I thought it was so funny because I'm like nobody asked that question about blowing a dude because so many people have blown a dude in a driver's seat, but n- not many people have gone down on a girl in the driver's seat, yeah. and they cannot even imagine that being possible. Like one dude replied, like, what is she sitting on my face in the seat? And I'm like, what? Just like bend down. Like, dude. I mean, <laughs> you can adjust the seat and all argument. that. Yeah, you can adjust. Exactly. I mean, obvious, obviously with a cock, it's easier because of the phallic element. But I think yeah, if you Because it sticks seat, out. It sticks out. I mean, it's a lot easier. <laughs> like, let's be real. Okay, granted, you know? yes. Yes, yes. I give you that one. That, 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 yeah, that <laughs> little detail. But I think you can do it if you adjust the seat and all that. Yeah, totally. Yeah, maybe not when you're um, driving a stick, you know, then it's maybe complicated. You... <laughs> but if you're Just automatic, if the car is automatic, you can put one leg up, you can put your hips a little in the front. I don't know. I mean, I've done it. It's not that it's not that absurd. <laughs> it's automatic. Yeah. I mean, yeah, cruise control. To absolutely yeah. to be able to come, I think I haven't mastered that yet because while you're driving, like it's obviously a distraction. I think it's more about the novel fun aspect of it. I don't know if a lot of dudes come while they're being blown in a car. Maybe actually. Who knows? Oh, I do. I do totally. <gasps> totally. No. Oh yeah. But Let's that's extremely it. dangerous. Cruise control, baby. I'm 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 going. <laughs> We're not gonna stop now. Oh <laughs> my on. god, I'm dead get the balls oh too God. like don't just focus on the guy get the balls in there <laughs> see if if a girl can go down and like get your balls blowing you in the yeah. driver's seat there's no excuse for a dude not being able to find your clit true true what the fuck just bend down like it's not yoga it's so easy i mean I it's kind of like yoga depending on the car you know like you have to like <laughs> arch a little bit bend your back it gets it's complicated true. okay okay <laughs> Well, finger the girls then. Finger Fingers the driving great. girls. Yes, I think that's safer. You're watching the road with her. Everything's good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. But it's also a fantasy. It's also a fantasy, and there's nothing wrong with that. You know, like beyond people trying to be anal about the details. No pun intended. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're just anal about the fucking details. What I'm just trying to um, mm-hmm. illuminate here is that people still consider 
um, it's more normal to like satisfy or stimulate True. a man. You know, I agree. I agree. It's, or, it's orally still tabooed. Yeah, I think it's silly. I think it's silly. I think we all should be equal opportunity fuckers. Equal opportunity. <laughs> yes. Yeah. This oral is our, folks. This is, our, yeah. this is our soapbox now. Yeah, I think equal so. Equal opportunity fuckers. E O F. E O F. Yeah. E O F. Hashtag E O F. going to go to the gospel. gospel the gospel and the gospel is normally sex news and i guess this kind of falls into the category because we're going to do sex resolutions for 2021 yep and we're going to start with you guys the guys on their account the girls and the guys that send in tons and tons of answers of what you yep. guys want to try out and we're gonna comment on this like kind I'm of so un- curious unsolicitedly so, so oh this is actually interesting so what do you think are like the top three things people want to do okay anal is definitely on the top three it's mm, always no. anal anal it's anal not. no it's no. not Damn no. it, people. Um, I guess. <laughs> but you're not. But you're not far away. Like <laughs> pegging? No. pegging. Yes. Oh yes. damn! Nice, nice, nice. Pegging. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know what else. Um, I guess threesomes. Correct. Yes. Okay. Wow. Um, I mean, I don't. I don't want to say role play, but I guess more like BDSM action. There's quite a bit of BDSM that people said that's correct, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. most of it was pegging, so I think it doesn't wow. really count as much. Um, the third, I would say, is, I think is butt plugs, to be honest. Butt plugs, okay. Yeah, which is cool. I mean, okay. I guess you were right with anal. I don't know why it's I similar. said that. I mean, right. anal is a thing. I mean, <laughs> anal and pegging, like, it's all about the asshole in the end. Yeah. It's all about the butt, yes. Like, yep. the, yes. <laughs> I don't know why I said that. <laughs> Yeah, it's 2021, yes. the year of the butt, baby. Let's go the butt. Come on, guys. Let's enough with the taboos. Let's go anal, pegging, rimming, anal all of it. 2021. Anal well, 2021. Um, I'm a huge fan, actually. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But you know what? I have actually discussed um, with a girlfriend the other day. Mm-hmm. I'm more a fan of butt play mm-hmm. than a, like traditional anal sex penetration gotcha yeah okay. i even i like toys more um mm-hmm. like anal dildos butt plugs and rimming all three i like more than anal really sex. but if you if you're using a dildo might as well use a cock though right no yeah <laughs> it depends I mean, on the, the size taboo. of the dick oh, no sure, sure. it's more about the pain because i think there's something about anal that's like between pain and pleasure yes. also you guys when you get excited it gets faster and i think i find myself saying a lot like slower 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 while i have anal true, sex true. and like more slow. lube and stuff yeah and but then sometimes obviously you want to get into the groove and have like penetrate penetrate right Especially yes. if you really dig it as a dude. Um, but mm-hmm. for me, that's a bit more difficult. Like, it's more fun for me to play with a butt plug or, like, do these kind of things. I see what Personally you mean. I speaking. See what you mean. Yeah, yeah. Personally I see speaking. what you mean. But I do think so. I, I mean, I love butt play on dudes. I think it's, like, such a fun, amazing thing to do. And, like, yeah. it's also, I think, novel for a lot of people. And that's the fun, funnest part about it. It's like, um, it's like missionary work. <laughs> missionary. 
<laughs> I'm the anal missionary, you guys. The anal missionary. I love it. The congregation, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Converting you all. Well, and anyways, a lot of people, let's let's go through those. Let's go through the sure. top three, and then we'll do a little bit of the other stuff. Because okay. the threesome is definitely the top one, I would say. And I put okay. that in a group with, well, group sex. Because a lot of people okay. um, are into the idea of group sex, and I think a lot of people have not done it. Or it's... Um, yeah, it's a thing that people fantasize about a lot, but then actually don't do it very often. I have a feeling. It's very hard to talk to a partner about that because, I mean, it's also yeah. makes the other partner question, what's the reason behind it? Is our sex life not satisfying or is it like a one-time yeah, totally. thing? And Yeah, there's so much involved in that conversation. I think it's anal is easier than that. <laughs> it, definitely, it, it definitely is. If you're in a monogamous relationship. Yeah. Um, that hasn't been open ever mm-hmm. before. It's definitely mm-hmm. difficult to talk about that for the first time. And I think to, oh, 100%. Yeah. to do it in a way that both feel safe and good about it and not like yes. threatened in their relationship and partnership. So let's see. There's obviously the different variations of threesomes, right? Yes. yes. A lot of girls um, are wanting for two guys. Sure. Because that is even the more or the rarer threesome combo is MMF. Sure. It's just this, I think, in comparison to FFM, uh, I think straight men are often uncomfortable, I would say, with another man being in bed because there's a lot of stigma around, like, are you gay? Um, (laughs) But no, it's it's so silly, I think. Anyways, (laughs) you know, our sexualities are all fluid in some kind of a sense for some more than others, obviously. But um, I think that that is also more social stigma than actually something that is ingrained in us. Because even if you look at the ancient Greeks, right, and the Romans and stuff, mm-hmm. like a lot of dudes had sex with men and women. And it wasn't like, I don't know, a big deal. <laughs> no, it was not. It was very common culturally. It was, a, it was yeah. a norm. Yeah. I think what I find interesting with like MMF... Um, is mm-hmm. that often dudes like they just trade off a little bit, right? What I really want to experience um, once would be DP, D- okay. double pe- double penetration, double penetration, right? Penetration, yeah, yeah. But um, for double penetration with two penises, obviously, yes. peni. Is it peni Penis. or penises? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I like to say penises. I'm sorry. I'm all about the penises. It's all I about the penises, people. Pe- yeah, peni is it peni is though? Peni- I think yeah. it's peni, but I think penises sounds better. Let's not confuse people. <laughs> okay. It's like espressos, but it's actually espressi. Um, espressi, yeah. Espressi. Um, anyway, so MMF, what I really would like to do is DP. Um, and then, mm-hmm. but the problem, or not the problem, but the, the fact of it is that people can feel, one dude can feel the other dude's dick inside. Or the balls, the like, rubbing, yeah. Or, yeah, yeah. You'll, you might touch, yeah. yeah. So mm-hmm. uh, it's a little harder to come by. You probably have to, like, um, plan it with, like, some bi boys, maybe. I would think so. I would think so. Because, yeah, like, when it's MMF, the focus is on, the obviously, the female partner because the male partners won't engage as much unless they're both yeah. bi or one of them is bi. Yeah, but, um, totally. Yeah, but I think when it's FFM, Everybody engages and everybody plays with the other person. It's a yeah. lot more. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So it's a little bit more difficult to go uh, the other way. True. Yeah. Um, then also a couple people wrote foursome. Oh. 
Which so that's like fine. swingers. Would, would we consider that swinging or like a I couple mean, with a couple? Depend. Oh. Well, there's a couple. I mean, uh, I had a foursome before, but we weren't. Nobody was in a couple, sure. so you can do it just for people clearly <laughs> yeah i guess but often i think a foursome specifically because of the numbers often you know two couples i think sharing yes yeah. yes yeah, yeah. or like switching imagine. yeah yes which it is often because of that number it often is a little bit of a switching situation you know yeah, um, yeah, yeah. like to switch off um but yeah also somebody wrote my wife and i want to attend a sex party how do we find them <laughs> <laughs> which i found funny i was like where do you live because i think sex parties at the moment will be a little hard to get by um, i would think so yeah i don't think it's like we gotta wait a little bit for the COVID thing to calm down some people get some shots first like yeah let's be uh yeah oh yeah before you go to the sex party but how do you find sex parties i don't know i mean there's some sex clubs there's actually an episode um two that we did about like the most famous sex clubs in the mm -hmm. world maybe i'll plug mm -hmm. it so people can check that out um sure but depending on what city you live in, you can do a little bit of research, but there's sex clubs that you can kind of um, go to, like in Berlin, for example, there's a club called Kit Kat. Um, it's a super like a classic sex yeah. club that's been around for a long time um, yeah. where you San don't Francisco, have to be a like, member. Yeah. In San Francisco, I remember there was like the Power Exchange. It was a sex club. It was a three, oh, four that's true. sex club. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah, there's, I mean, there's several like sex clubs around the world, I think. And then there's often like sex clubs in, in, in a sense of a membership club. Sure. Um, and often even swinger parties are often private, but there's also swinger clubs depending on like what country you city you live in. True, I think. True. I mean, I know that there's tons in Europe, so it's kind of easier to come by. Not sure about America to be completely honest. If there's swinger clubs, like officially. Or more like no, private no. parties, right? Private, private, more private yeah. and invite only. And there's a cover exactly. at the door, like there's yeah. rules. But there's stuff like that out here. Like, I mean, if you search the internet enough, you'll find. Yeah, uh, and there's, stuff, for example, in LA, there's one called Sanctum. They also have it in New York. And, um, but you got to go onto their website and kind of apply. Uh, exactly. And I think it's like free for girls and pretty expensive for dudes. So there's always yes. like kind of a funny um, double standard there. So several people wrote like masked orgy and like stuff like that, which Ooh, I think is going style. Exactly. Yeah. Which I think is kind of cool. I think Sanctum actually kind of looks like that. I've never been to an event by them, but it's very mm -hmm. much like looks a little ice white shuddy. And yeah. But then, for example, if you'd like to, as a girl, because a couple of girls wrote actually that they would like to um, experience with women or mm -hmm. have experiences with women, um, so lesbian experiences. And there is one um, membership club called Skirt Club, and they okay. actually, we talked about them on the podcast too, um, and I've been actually chatting with them because I wanted to go to an event and check it out pre-covid obviously <laughs> but they do like <laughs> they do girls only sex parties okay um yeah That's it's fun. pretty cool yeah uh, sounds super cool and like i chatted with them before and they are really cool girls and it's all not all over the world but in several big cities um nice so nice. i mean if we ever get back to normal you guys can go there <laughs> until Check then i think like group sex is like major fantasy land but <laughs> Yes. No, don't you think? Yeah, I agree I mean, with you one hundred percent. Unless it, you're already in a community. Yeah, yeah, I mean, or unless you know somebody already, or you hang out with these people only, kind of thing. Yeah. 
Yeah. Then somebody else wrote, I want several women to ejaculate and squirt all over my face and body at once. <laughs> that sounds hot, actually. <laughs> totally does. Um, but yeah. the only problem is that these chicks will have to make themselves squirt because how are you going to do several girls and like exactly. jerk them off so they come all over you? That's well, you have true. two hands. Okay, so you can get two girls to squirt with your hands. That's about it. That's about that's it. About, that's about it. <laughs> that's, we, a, that's the max you could do. <laughs> yeah, and you want to get the are. timing right, too. Like, you know, like you want to be in the groove. True. Yeah. Well, you got to find some girls that can squirt by themselves, you know? True. So maybe you can do two with your hands. You have to be pretty skilled. And then, yes. um, and then one more who can do it herself and then you have three well that's kind of interesting i think that's good that's a good number it's pretty messy puddle it's actually interesting more and more guys in my (laughs) experience (laughs) are interested in drinking squirt like that a woman comes on their face huh i mean i i I I never i never did drink or like i i tasted it roughly but usually every time i'm trying to get somebody to squirt i'm usually like in a further away position like i'm making out with them and i'm you know yeah uh, yeah the the thing is you have to kind of plan that like you really have to lie underneath a woman finger her while your face is underneath her close yeah yeah exactly yeah so that's kind of how you would have to do that um Mm -hmm. in order to drink but uh (laughs) just so you guys know Sometimes I love yeah. how fucking normal I talk about this. Like this is like I'm explaining a dance. So you can I'm take like, a sip. So yeah, yeah. put your face underneath her pussy. Be close. Finger Be ready. her. Yeah. Open your mouth. Yeah. Uh, that's hilarious. Um, yeah. I also, know. So, I mean... yeah. Somebody also said two girls kissing, one riding me. Um, another one I'd be FaceTiming. Isn't that called the Eiffel Tower? FaceTiming? Oh, really? Is that a thing? I didn't know about I it. I think so, yeah. The Eiffel Tower? <laughs> Jesus. People come up with better terms. Damn. Okay. Well, I don't know what to say about that, but it is the truth. Like, one is riding you, one's on your face, and they're kissing at the top. You're like a triangle, I guess. Like. Oh, okay. I, th- I thought there was like a FaceTime involved, but otherwise, that, no, it's good. Oh, no. He, me- he meant like FaceTiming, I think, as in, in the sense of like her sitting on his face. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. No, no, that sounds amazing. I guess You're I, like, I mean, where's the phone in this? Yeah, like why are we <laughs> focusing on the phone right now? Do we need the voyeur in this session right now? You know? <laughs> That'd be fucking hilarious. Right? Oh, I'm my sure God. I'm sure it happens. Yeah, I'm sure it happens. And now, next we're going to go to... Um, a section I'll call BDSM. Um, BDSM. A BDSM. And we're going to start with pegging because it was just the number two most set thing. And I was kind of surprised. I don't know if this is my account because we talked mm. about pegging quite often on the podcast and stuff. And um, <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. So it was, and I, ne- I never pegged a man directly. Okay. Not with a strap on. Like I used an anal dildo on a man. But it's not mm-hmm. the same. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I don't have ex- like full on um, experience, but I think it's interesting that more and more men would be open to this. I think I think it's I think pornography has a lot to do with that. If uh, I were to if I were to assess it, because I feel like I I, I mean and, that, and that's a double edged sword because I think people have sexual expectation based on porn, which is not realistic. Yeah, but at the same yeah. time, they're they're 
curious to explore other stuff based on pornography that's out there today. It's weird. It's really a double-edged sword, right? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Because you have to be a little bit careful about the whole performative aspect of it and that you just like perform for each other in the bedroom or actually when porn helps you to like expand your horizon and try new things, right? Exactly. Um, Because I mean, if you're interested in- True, true. And if you're a man interested in pegging, is it something that you've been curious about for a long time or is it- recently you started watching mm-hmm. more pegging videos and you're like oh i want to try that you know because i feel yeah. start you know if you haven't like had like finger play for example start there but if definitely you, start there yeah, <laughs> can you imagine who there. goes from like zero to being pegged <laughs> like that is insane somebody had to have done that i know it is I'm insane, sure, I'm somebody's sure. like okay you know what baby That's i don't care nuts. i don't care i had never had finger. anything in my butt you know but let's, let's do just this do it. Let's do that. Let's do the nine inch cock right away. Yeah. Oh my God. Well, right? yeah. Also you can, you can start with different sizes people. So yes, um, yes. for the pegging and everything. Um, so most of the time the strap on has like um, this adjustment or whatever, and you can put di- different dildos on the strap on so you can adjust. You yeah. Know, the the size. base of it. Right. Yeah, yeah exactly. Exactly. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so um, yeah, I think it's interesting. I, th- I think there's another aspect of it actually though. Um, because some people wrote, and I think it's just a terminology too. So somebody wrote, I want my wife to pick the fuck out of my ass. Then somebody okay. else wrote to get cucked and also pegged. Cucked is cuck holding. And that's when you watch your wife or girlfriend or whatever, mm-hmm. or partner in general. If you watch your partner being fucked by somebody else, and I'm going to say it like else. that. Because yeah. it's supposed to be degrading for you. Another person wrote wife sharing, same vibe. And another person wrote milking the prostate. What I think really was being pegged and like maybe the cock holding in some certain way mm-hmm. has a little bit to do too probably with men traditionally not being allowed to live a submissive um, side of themselves within the bedroom. Yes. Right? Because it's yeah. so, I think, traditionally always like the man has to be the dominant partner to be a man, right? Like if you're talking about cisgendered and straight sex. Mm-hmm. like, um, And I think that uh, people, when they start doing anal play, right? Like I think even if I have a finger or my finger up a man's butt, I do feel like I'm a little bit of in control, you know? Of course. Of course. Like it is makes a, sense. It's, yeah, it's a more dominant like role. And I think that's why a lot of dudes are interested because they haven't really gotten the chance to explore that part of themselves. Well, it's interesting because based on the scenarios you're describing of what people are wanting to try out, it sounds like a lot of these men have a very submissive side to them. Mm-hmm. Um, whether the cuck holding or, um, you know, the pegging, I feel like that's a submissive side they already know that they have or they're curious to explore. So... I think, um, yeah, it's interesting that we're seeing more and more of that uh, pop up in recent time. Um, Yeah, yeah, I think it's also because of the other side too, though, right? Because like there was a girl who wrote like, I want to peg my my partner. Mm -hmm. Um, Another girl wrote, dominate my partner and be sexy and confident about it. It's about Mm -hmm. time. And I think there is this like traditional role that we're given and then really trying to explore other sides of ourselves that we never allowed ourselves to explore, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So I, th- I mean, I think I find that really funny because I, I mean, I would say I'm probably a switch, but probably more submissive, but sure. I really, I had a partner for a little bit where he liked to be submissive more. 
And I really enjoyed it, actually, because it was such a playful, interesting way to explore different parts of yourself, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And with your partner in a dynamic way. And I mm-hmm. never thought that he was less manly because of it. I thought it was just, like, fascinating. Would you be turned on with picking someone? Do you feel like it's something that you want to try being in control that way that would turn you on more than normal or? Not more than normal. I think it really depends on the guy because I wouldn't do that to anybody who doesn't have that as a fantasy themselves, right? Because I've seen the difference. Like when somebody enjoys to be submissive, um, in bed and communicates it, then I find it joyful to give it to them. Does that make yeah. sense? Because I yes. know I'm giving them pleasure and I can see it. And that was always, that was the most exciting part the first few times I was really like dominant in like a BDSM kind of way. Mm-hmm. I thought it was really cool because I could see how much it turned him on, that gotcha. reversal. And I gotcha. think then it was really hot to me. But <laughs> I think I wouldn't pour wax all over a dude who does not get off on it. <laughs> I yeah. wouldn't get anything so, out of it. You know what I mean? Yeah, you're talking about a partner who already knows that that side in them is something they that they enjoy and they want to explore versus someone who wants to try it for the first time or is yeah, not sure how exactly. they're going to react to it. Yeah. So I think if I know that that's like something he fucking loves, I would definitely yeah. do it for him. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. What about you? Would you ever get pegged? Um, I've, I've been curious about it. I never, I'm not a person who's sure about doing it so i don't know if yeah. it would be enjoyable i do like to get rimmed or uh my prostate simulated uh with fingers and whatnot but um i'm not sure about being about submissive that. in that role yeah yeah and pegging i am curious yeah, because about there, it though. but there's definitely more to it right than there is mm-hmm. it, with just a finger because you are probably on all fours and she is standing behind you and like fucking you in the ass like for lack of a yeah. fucking better way to put this so i would clearly... imagine myself being on my back more so and getting stroked while oh oh really you would be like missionary missionary yeah. anal mm-hmm. yeah. to move on i mean there's some people wrote so many things so i'm also sending out a newsletter tomorrow on monday with mm-hmm. all the details of all of um all of your guys's sex resolutions. So you can sign up on talesoflara.com on a newsletter today. And tomorrow you'll get the full list because we won't have time to go through everything. <laughs> but I mean, it's impossible. Yeah. But people wrote, I want to be chained and flocked, more bondage, shibari suspension, a hog tie. Um, this actually, this is the last one I want to do from this section. Somebody wrote, um, my own cream pie cleanup. Huh. I'm assuming he's talking about um, eating his own cum. No? Uh, out of, or, or somebody else's cum out of somebody's vagina or ass. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't, is it so weird that I have a funny thing about that? I do not know why, because I obviously swallow so why would i find it weird if he eats his own cum i just i don't know what it is about that being a little funny to me (laughs) i I think it's i think it's a little off because it's different than when you swallow somebody else's cum versus them swallowing their own you know their own Uh, yeah yeah but to be honest i don't know it's also hypocritical because then sometimes i'm like you know when i even wrote a fucking poem about this like when somebody kisses you after they go down on you right like 
somebody I squirt quite often and somebody went down sure. on me and had like a little bit of like my liquid in his mouth and he kissed me and like I was like kind of flooded with my own water and I thought yeah. it was kind of like kinky and hot you know and I was like oh, sure I I taste good like I didn't <laughs> I mean would you taste no, someone it was like would you kiss someone who would just eat their own cum out of your vagina would that would you find that hot oh no <laughs> I, w- I wouldn't find it hot i don't know what to say i have that's fine problem. that's fine that's fine it's not a problem it's fine it's preference I just have this like there's something about like if i imagine him coming on my chest and then licking it off i'm having a weird fucking moment and i do not know why i'm a little grossed out i can't <laughs> it's fu- i think it's fine not everybody should be into everything you know it's, okay. it's true it's true i just want to be so open to things and then sometimes i'm like ah you know this is where my fucking line is i don't there's lines. know why there's, there's lines there's gotta be lines everybody has boundaries you know there's lines it's true it's true what mm. about you i mean have you eaten your own gum <laughs> no luckily i have not uh <laughs> i wasn't but really you, but curious you, but you have kissed a girl after she has gone down on you Yes, but all yeah. clean and sw- like already swollen, like swallowed and all good. She, like yeah. she didn't spit it back in your mouth. Is what you say? No, no, pretty much no. Not doing the <laughs> egg yolk trick. No. I mean, to each their own. I really want to sure, say that. Sure, of course, of course, of course. Yeah, so we don't have to all be yeah into the no. same things. Yeah. Okay. Next one is like more like butt plugs and DP and stuff, which we talked about already. Um, mm-hmm. and rimming. More mm-hmm. anal play. Yeah, mutual anal dildo while I penetrate her pussy. That okay. is extremely complicated. So I've done the mutual anal dildo. That's like a, mm-hmm. it's a long dildo with two sides and like shaped a little bit like a half moon, I guess. Something mm-hmm. like that. And like you put it both of your <laughs> anal canals um, mm-hmm. in, into your butts and like you kind of have sex like that. But sure. how the fuck do you all also fuck somebody while you have that toy in both of your asses i don't know i mean the rhythm must be off you know no, not just the rhythm the angle like i mean i've tried it and that's why i'm ass like how would he ask us <laughs> i think you'd be better off to be completely honest having two anal dildos separately not the mutual one yeah because you'll be like so like you'll have to fuck her while the dildo is fucking you and it's gonna be real complicated to like time it and angle it i think yeah yeah but to be honest i want this person to try it and report back because i'm having now i'm like the person on my instagram account who was like i can't imagine this because i'm like how the fuck would this work That's very intricate, very intricate. Depends on the space, too. But, yeah, I mean, yeah. and depends on the size of the dildo, so. That's true. We're going to do a couple of stray ones. And here is somebody who wrote Ladyboy Sex. Okay. Interesting. It's like a mm-hmm. Thailand specialty, I would say. Yes, I would say so, too, myself. Or if they mean in general, like having sex with a trans person is one thing. But lady boy is very specifically Thai, I would think. True. Right? True. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, super fascinating, I yeah. think, yeah. Um, to go into that. I would love to hear a little bit more about that fantasy. And um, because we haven't really talked about this very much. I would love to have a trans person on the show, actually. It'd be really interesting to talk that about it. That would be, yeah. Yeah, because I have several friends who are trans, but like I... 
um, maybe I'll bring one on. Maybe somebody wants to chat because it'd be kind of cool to hear a little, little bit more about that sexual experience and like also how as like a cisgendered person possibly you can interact with them and have have sex and stuff like that. Absolutely. And definitely imagine like the range of people that they can encounter, whether they be straight or bi or curious yeah. or... Yeah, there's definitely, the, I, would, I would imagine that that provides different chemistry and different sensations altogether, you know. Yeah, totally. Somebody wrote, to find a big dick with a nice person attached to it. Okay. Hey, we all That's simple all sex resolution. That. That's good. That's good. That's more fun. <laughs> yeah. Oh, this is also cute. Stop being shy and tell the guy how to do it right. I think that's important regardless, yeah. Yes, and I think it's lovely. I think go for it. To be honest, um, I think somebody, I think Chantelle Otten said it on the podcast, um, the sex therapist, but she was talking about like um, a compliment sandwich. And she said like, don't tell them what they're doing wrong, but tell mm. them what they're doing right and do and this. Like, for example, I really love how you touch my clit um, and could you go a little harder? Sure. All right. sure. So, you know, positive, you're kind of like yeah. positive. Yeah, positive. It's important. Um, yeah. And I think actually also the other way around, I love when a guy tells me what he likes. I think it's amazing. Yeah. I'm not yeah. a detective. You know what I mean? I'm a little bit of a detective. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's I actually like different, being a detective. Though, yeah, yeah but it's, it's, it's difficult to know sometimes. If you have like a little bit more of a kinky side to you, it's going to take me forever to figure out your kink. Like you better fucking tell me so I can. Exactly. We can have a conversation about if I if I'm if I'm comfortable doing it or the other way around. Right. And mm -hmm. I think it's very fun when you start communicating with each other that way. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody else said, stop prioritizing my own orgasm. And that's a dude. <laughs> sure. Sure, bro. <laughs> sure, bro. Uh, what sure. about you, though? You do that sometimes, no? What? Prioritize sometimes. my orgasm? No, the other way around. Pro yeah. Prioritize hers. Yeah, I, I usually prioritize her orgasm, yes. Yeah, usually. I feel like when we talk to each other, that's like what you, no, it's what true. you tell me. That's what gets me off, yeah. Yeah, that's the best. The giving. Everybody who's listening right now, you guys should all get off on giving pleasure. That is like exactly. what the fuck this is about, man. Exactly. Like we are there to like give. And the more you give, most of the time you'll get it back. Obviously, there's some idiots and they will not give back. But I think True. there is the best kind of sex is like two people getting off on each other's orgasms, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> For lack of a I agree. Or, not, or just pleasure. Somebody wrote, I want someone to pee in me. Okay. Mm, is that a good idea? I mean, could be, I guess. Uh, it, it depends on where, but inside, I mean, it might be, yeah, it might be a little off. Maybe try on you first if they already yeah, did that. Yeah, I think inside, man, you are going to get some candida infection like nobody's you could. yeah you could get an infection so just be careful i with... mean i'd be careful with the peeing inside of you i mean i don't know yeah. man let's we probably have to google this yes. if this is safe or not because i've never even had that idea um <laughs> yeah but i would yeah i would more do like water work or like golden shower play i would do that on your body and not inside of your body 
I like I like peeing on 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 women that I sleep with. I mean, yeah. and I've done it a couple of times, and and it's usually partners who are into that idea or suggested, and 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 I thought it was fine. Like after coming, especially in a shower. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Yeah. I mean, outside of the shower, I find it a little much. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I, I just do the shower. Yeah. I mean, the cleanup. Um, I know. The smell. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Sex on canvas. That's that, like, um, making a painting while having sex on a canvas kind of thing. Okay. So paint and all that? Okay. Exactly. So, like, you put paint on your bodies, I think, and then you have sex on a canvas. Yeah. You get get specific paint. You can actually buy these. um, Okay. You can buy these kits online, actually. It was like a big kind of fad a couple of years ago. Sure. Um, I mean, as long as it sticks on the canvas, yeah. Oh, it does. Yeah, it actually looks kind of interesting. But I mean, it's kind of funny to like, hey, imagine like hanging it up in your apartment and being like, yeah, this is where Mm -hmm. we fucked. (laughs) We call this coitus. Yeah, Yeah. Oh, my God. (laughs) And you tell you like, I don't know, your parents come over and they're like, nice piece of work. Where did you get this from? Like, we fucked on it. We fucked on it. This is us. It's just a lot of fucking. (laughs) This was anal. This was like, you know, 69. Yeah. So funny. You think you can see like handprints and shit? Like somebody's going to figure out what the fuck this was. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) And last but not least, tantric massage and tantric breath work. Beautiful. Love it. Yeah, right? Love it. Yes. More people should do that in general. I still think I need to get like a professional one. Funny enough, right before COVID, I met this girl and she was like, I just got um, a tantric massage by this dude. And I was like, okay, I'm going to try this out. So I'm trying to like kind of schedule an appointment because I was like, this is kind of interesting, you know, to be kind of service like that. Like a headbanding massage, basically. Yeah, yeah. It's like, well, men have like the lingam massage when it's like involves focusing yes. on the penis and prostate stimulation and have you moving the it? energy. No, but I really want to. And I actually found someone also during <gasps> COVID. Really? Yeah, 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 yeah. I found someone uh, that I'm really curious to try it. Yeah, very much so. And now we're going to do a quick confession. Confession. Love confessions. The confessions are amazing. They, these are questions and stories from you guys and answers from us. Mm-hmm. Um, and to round up today, today is all about you guys and your input. So the first question mm-hmm. is from a girl. I'm having a hard time taking initiative. For example, starting the first kiss on a first or second date. Do you have any mm-hmm. tips? Wow. Actually, I'm not sure if it's a girl. I can't tell. I think it would be similar in either instances. I guess. Absolutely. Let's, let's talk yeah. about it. How do you do it? I, I, <laughs> Aquaman. I, how do you do Aqu- it? Aquaman for a <laughs> while. I mean, for the, I would say for the last six years or so, have been adapting the policy of I want to, I'll ask. I mean, even though I really want to, I don't just go for it. I'll ask. Okay. Because it's, I feel it's like you could read somebody right, but you could also read somebody wrong. And, and the space totally. thing. Totally the space thing could be awkward and you don't want to just jump in their space and lean in where they feel like, Oh, okay. I have to receive that, but I'm not ready for it. I love it. How do you ask? Like what's the, give give me like a little spiel, like a little scenario. So so like if we're talking and we're flirting, we're having a good time, be like, I would really like to kiss you right now. But if if you're open, if you're open to it, 
Oh, I love that. Yeah. 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 Okay, obviously I find that the fucking adorable. There. Yeah, obviously the energy's there. But it, no, yeah. no matter, yeah, no matter the partner, it's like I always say that, like, I mean, I'm really having a good time. I, really, I would really like to kiss you. Are you open to it? Yeah. I think that's amazing. I actually think it's also pretty hot. I think it's, I, I don't know. Everything about that I think is amazing. I know a lot of people would be like, well, but it takes out something. I don't actually think yes, it's Yes, I've heard that. I've heard that right? too. But, but every time I did it, I always got a yes because I feel it, it's, <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty honest and, and respectful I, because yeah. I'm, a, I'm a big person. I'm tall. I don't want to be intimidating or feel someone, yeah, make someone yeah. feel like, oh, I don't have it a choice in this no you should say yes or not it's like you're not gonna have sex with someone without saying something you know to some extent to yeah. lead up to that it's the same thing with a kiss it's, it's as intimate you know a friend of mine once said to me he's like you know i think we we're talking about me too you know okay. the me too movement and mm-hmm. he was like you know i just don't know like how do I know if somebody wants to kiss me or not? You know what I mean? Like it's getting sure. really complicated out there. And first sure. of all, like you just said, just ask. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it ain't that hard. But also I told him, I was like, listen, for me, I am mm-hmm. very obvious. But most women are not like that though. If you start focusing on the other person and kind of like look at their cues, you know, you should get a little bit of a feeling if it's appropriate to even ask, can I kiss you? Or it could be someone who's really enjoying their time with you, but they don't want to move that faster. For them, a kiss right now that's might true. be too fast. So that's why yeah. I feel like even before the Me Too movement, I was very much about like, okay, let's. it's kind of like the STI test. It's like, yeah, is yeah, it okay? Have, yeah. If I, yeah, I think you're, it's respectful. You're an amazing man. Thank you, darling. Thank you. I try. <laughs> <laughs> I also have said to a man before, I didn't say, can I kiss you? I asked him if he's going to kiss me because he was standing really that's close sweet. in front of me. That's and I was sweet. like, are you going like to kiss that. me now? Because I was like, what's happening here? I love that. <laughs> I love that. Happening? That's amazing. And then he said yes, and he kissed me, which was super cute. The whole situation was really like, nice. it was yeah. like super darling. You know, like it felt a little bit like it being a teenager. I was like, are you going to kiss me I know, me now? yeah. It's good. It's good. I like it when a woman initiates it, honestly. I really like yeah, when do a woman you? initiates it. Yeah, the kissing especially, because I feel like that opens the door to comfortability mm. you could tell mm. she feels safe you know like there's no awkwardness I, I mean obviously women like more to be chased by nature uh not all women but a lot of women like to not yeah. do it they'd rather the man take the initiative but i feel in this day and age it's healthier when a woman vocalizes her desire and talk about i wonder it. i wonder about like nature versus nurture though you know what i mean Sure. Because are we just told that we shouldn't, that we want to be chased or is this actually right. something yeah. that's real? Like, I'm not completely sure. I mean, I think um, for me. Well, animal kingdom wise, no, you know, right? I guess. I don't know. I mean, for me, of course, it's nice when like a guy is also like clearly into me and like shows it to me, you know, and it's like True. forward about it and like open mm-hmm. about it and talks mm-hmm. about it. Yeah. I think the first kiss is always the funnest. Actually, like, I think. When does it, when you don't know when it will happen, that's like a super exciting time and just like be there. And I mean, it's also thrilling probably if you've never been the first one to kiss somebody. True. What a thrilling moment. <laughs> I, I mean. bet. I bet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure there's a lot of girls out there that have never done that before. A girlfriend of mine is actually like that. She, she's so amazing. I've never seen anyone like this. Um, mm. 
she just goes into a bar with friends. Like I've seen it literally happening. And she's like, you know, I want to take somebody home. And I'm like, okay. And then she literally goes off, talks to somebody at the bar for like five minutes and she starts kissing them. <laughs> oh, wow. I like no, her. I was, I'm like, damn, girl. I like her. That is some confidence. She literally looks around. She's like, I want this one. And then she goes over and she tries. And she gets it. She's hunting. She gets it. Yeah. She's hunting. All right. Next question. Also from a girl, from a woman. Mm-hmm. What do you think about women in their 40s and explosion of sexual energy? Notice that I already have kids, so I'm done with that. Love you. <laughs> So it's not about your body wanting kids. Is that what she meant? <laughs> yes, yes. It's not a hormonal thing per se. Yeah. I actually think it makes a lot of sense. Like women um, in general uh, have like a little bit like their sexual. What do you say? Mm, drive? Yeah, I don't know if it's drive. But like the way we explore our sexuality. And I think it has a lot to do with society. We're kind of more late bloomers in that sense. Yes, um, sure. And like most of the time around 30, really, a woman really comes fully into her sexual um, power, I guess, or like knowing what she really wants. And I think it takes pretty long just because of our society and sex ed mm-hmm. and like how for a really long time, nobody really, I don't know, stimulated us the right way because nobody had any clue what to do. And mm-hmm. I think, <laughs> mm-hmm. and we maybe are not masturbating enough. So I think it makes complete sense that sometimes you hit a new stride of like sexual energy because it's taken so long to really come into fruition. Yes, I agree. I think it makes sense. And I think it's healthy. And especially totally. after like you've had kids and if you hit 40 and maybe your life is in a good stable spot it's good to open and explore that too because i'm sure nobody tries everything you know by the time they're 40 there's still always more and more stuff to dabble into or to experiment with you know yeah and i mean there's i mean you're not old at all so i i would just say um sexual energy can be like throughout your life it will probably fluctuate you know exactly and desire will fluctuate and i do think like (laughs) I, I even know that with with myself within a week, you know, <laughs> um, you know, like some some days are just different and hits you differently. And I do think that when it comes calling for you like that, just give into it and start exploring because your body is obviously telling you that it wants like some attention and some loving, really. And so just just go and run with it. Yeah. Try new things. I think masturbate so, yeah. a lot. Yes. <laughs> Get new toys. <laughs> yeah. I agree one hundred percent. It's good. Yeah. It's healthy. Yeah. yeah, I think so too. By the way, the yeah. last question actually it's gonna be a quick one and it kind of feeds into this. Um and this woman wrote about sex toys and she's like, I need some recommendations for European sex stores, sex toy stores. Huh. Um yeah, I don't know what country you live in, so this is going to be a little complicated, but I'm going to do by brand. So, and I'm going to recommend two things. I'm going to recommend the Womanizer, which is a German company. Mm-hmm. Um, and you just can go on womanizer.com, and I'm sure you can just look at, like, what countries they um, deliver to, but I'm sure all over Europe, since they're German-based, German Germany-based. Mm-hmm. Um, 
so that's a, a clip section toy, and I would totally check that out. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I would do Lilo. Lilo, I think they're American, but I'm sure they deliver all over Europe. Um, yeah. And I think they have really great toys, vibrators. And actually, there's also a company called Ona Lifestyle. Um, mm-hmm. And they gifted me like this really beautiful dildo once um, out of like obsidian stone or whatever. Wow. Yeah, really That's cool. Black, awesome. big. Like you can learn how to squirt with it. It's oh, wow. amazing. Nice. Yeah, it's really cool. Um, so anyways, I would recommend those three to check out. There you have it. There you have it. By the way, I wanted to ask you something because I was asked, and I always have the same answer. But, like, what would you say is a good tip to make a woman squirt? Because, <laughs> <laughs> uh, honestly, it's confusing to me, too, because I always tell the same story. And for me... I would say like a squirt when I squirt, I squirt a lot, a lot. So, and most of the time it's like, I would say probably 50% of the dudes know how to make me squirt immediately. And then it's just never ending. But then some people, even though the sex is incredible, mm-hmm. um, they don't really know how to find the spot. The spot. Well, I think it works. I think it's it's a it's a both person kind of job. I feel like depending on how relaxed and open the woman is and more yeah. heated she is in the moment, the easier it is for her to squirt. I think when it comes mm-hmm. to a man, it's more the consistency and hitting the spot in the right motion with the right timing and the right escalation and keeping that momentum going. Because I think a lot of men, just like we, we were talking earlier, if you're penetrating someone and then you try to rub their clip, the, the, the motion could get thrown <laughs> off. So I think yes. a lot of men don't keep consistent with their motion to try to have a woman mm. achieve uh, a squirt, but also yeah. women have to be in, in this heightened mode of, yeah, I just want to fucking squirt and I don't care like about the mess. I'm not thinking about the mess. I'm not thinking about yes. what he's going to think of it and be more like relaxed about it. It is what it is. You definitely, I mean, in general, in order to squirt, you will have to relax and um, don't be afraid that you're going to pee. I mean, that's like a big thing, but yeah, yeah. Um, I, I talked about the whole process of like doing that, but I think what is, you're right because I was kind of getting a little confused and I was like, why does it work sometimes so easy? Sometimes it doesn't. And I think it is about the continuation of the movement. Yes. Um, you need to do it for quite a bit. Of time yes. sometimes i mean but sometimes you know i literally had a guy touch me for five seconds and i squirted all over wow. him like i wow. i had no control like i don't know what the fuck happened but like he just hit it and it was <laughs> that you know wow. it was way too fast i mean i told him Impressive. i was like, Be careful he had no yeah. clue what i was talking about and suddenly everything is wet and he's like oh and i'm like Sorry, I didn't give you a warning. It was too fast. Like, I, don't even know. <laughs> I don't know it what to happened. say. Yeah, it just happened. Not it common, but it happened. Yeah. Maybe you can even communicate with your partner, right? About like when True. you hit the spot. But because as a woman, you can feel when you get closer to it, you know? So I think maybe that's yeah, like, that. oh, now and yeah, now and you're in the right spot. And then you can keep on going if you want to get to that point together. It creates motivation also and it keeps the man on. Or whoever, if your woman, if your partner's a woman, like on their toes and and focused and in the moment with you. It's true. Yeah. All right. Amazing. Thank you so much for being at Pussy Church today. Always a pleasure. 
Such a pleasure. Always. Come back soon, please. Will do. Will do. And for everybody else, um, if you want to get the whole list of the sex resolutions, um, sign up for my newsletter um, at talesoflaura.com and you'll get the whole list tomorrow so you can be more inspired for your upcoming sex year. I guess. Yes. <laughs> yes. All right. See you next week, guys. Amen. 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 Thank you guys so much for listening to the Pussy Church Podcast. And make sure to check out my quarantine show, Pillow Talk, where I chat with my favorite erotic creators and play truth or dare with them. Also, don't forget to sign up for my newsletter to get the whole 2020 sex resolution list. It will come out tomorrow. Also, if you like today's show, please, please, please head over to iTunes to subscribe, rate, and leave a review. It helps us keep the show going. Or if you'd simply tell a friend about the show, that would be amazing too. See you next Sunday. Sunday.